Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. Welcome into Coffee Break. I'm Troy Shockley. Thanks for hanging out with me today. And we're joined by Lewis and Clark County Commissioner Jim McCormick. Jim, how are you doing this morning? Good, Troy. How are you? Well, you know, I'm I'm hanging in there. I'm doing okay. It sounds like snow is on the way, so I'm not looking forward to shoveling my driveway. But otherwise, I'm okay. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah and, it's... Uh... It is January, by the way. I know, yeah. I know. We, well, we've been spoiled by just, you know, it's cold, but there's no snow. I, I'd kind of like it every once in a while. I like the snow. I just don't like dealing with the snow. Uh, it seems like it's always busy in the county, and I guess that's true this morning. There, there's a lot going on. Oh, absolutely. You bet. Uh, take your pick. There are uh, <laughs> a lot of things to talk about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, one thing that has been going on for some time, of course, the detention center renovations, the upgrades there, and it sounds like that's now almost done. Yes, uh, it is, Troy. The, um, uh, on the, uh, the final phases of the, or final phase of the, uh, of the remodel, uh, the, uh, the, uh, pods, uh, and, um, uh, Control centers uh, are almost complete, and the um, uh, waterproofing uh, on the floors, painting is is nearing completion. We're down to uh, oh, about the last uh, two or three weeks. Okay, yeah, and that a little thrown off because of the pandemic, like everything was, I guess, and it really continues to be in some ways, but not as badly as it might have been. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we're very fortunate. Uh, the um, the uh, the delays have been uh, some, if not most, have been pandemic related. Uh, nasty uh, bug that COVID, and it uh, had a, an effect on uh, the folks who were working uh, on the remodel in the detention center. Uh, there, uh, of course, uh, Lewis and Clark County staff affected by it, and everything came to a stop uh, at one point and uh, has has slowed down. The uh, original delivery date for the uh, remodel uh, was scheduled for August, but because of those delays, uh, we are now at end of January for delivery date. The good news in all of that is, uh, as far as I know, everyone's okay, uh, recovered, and uh, back to work. And uh, we, uh, in this project, are still on budget. Yeah. Lewis and Clark County Commissioner Jim McCormick with us this morning. And how big a deal is having this thing? I mean, once it's done, how big a deal is that? I mean, how important was this for the county? Oh, uh, very important. The uh, detention center, the structure, uh, and uh, everything in the structure uh, was uh, built in the mid-1980s. There was a um, an additional bed uh, there are additional beds built uh, several years ago to increase the, the capacity of the jail, but it was stacking bunks up and welding uh, uh, braces into the walls to do that. Uh, the facility was originally designed for about 55 inmates. Uh, those additional bunks uh, increased it to uh, about 85 and on any given day over a long period of time and is currently, uh, there are and have been uh, about 100 or over 100 inmates in that facility every given day. 
Uh, that led to uh, safety concerns, uh, both for the detention uh, staff officers and for the inmates who were there. And uh, it was just not uh, a safe facility any longer because it was uh, way over its, its uh, original design and uh, expanded capacity. Yeah, well, and better for the in folks incarcerated there. It's better for those working there for us, the detention staff, better for the county in that we were really risking some lawsuits with, with the old setup, weren't we? Well, uh, there were a lot of eyes on the uh, detention center. Uh, of course, uh, uh, the uh, law enforcement, uh, the county commission across county facilities uh, knew that uh, it was a facility that was uh, uh, undersized. And uh, if folks remember several years ago, there was uh, the, uh, the county went to the voters to build a new uh, detention center out on the northeast uh, part of town, just out in the county, and voters turned that down. It was uh, substantially larger, uh, and uh, it was about a $40 million project, and uh, voters, uh, voters said no, and uh, so went back to the drawing table to find the best solutions uh, to, for the uh, uh, best possible outcomes, and uh, the uh, detention center remodel uh, was uh, the best best solution for that. Now this remodeled facility will uh, will have a a total capacity gross capacity of about 150 and an effective usable capacity of about 140 something like that right in the neighborhood of 140, which is uh, which is more than double the original design uh, of, of that particular structure. Yeah, and of course, there's also other programs that come along with the renovations that hopefully will help some people to become better contributing members of the community, will reduce recidivism rate. There's a lot of good things with this project. Oh, there's a, there's a, there's a whole lot. We're already experiencing some of those benefits. Uh, it was reported to me uh, that the uh, just the uh, the demeanor the uh, the of uh, those folks who are living in the uh, the detention center is much calmer. Uh, they have more space. Uh, it is uh, just uh, psychologically is an improvement because people aren't crammed in. I mean, uh, if you remember, uh, you know, Psych 101 in college, yeah. you know, you you. You, you put enough people in, a, in an enclosed area and, uh, and behaviors change and they're, they're typically not, not good behaviors. We've had a good experience there. I, I need to point out too that uh, uh, delivering uh, services such as medical services to uh, the inmates in the facility, uh, our medical providers and pharmacy services were literally in, uh, in a closet, uh, no windows. I mean, these people went to work uh, for Lewis and Clark County in those facilities, locked the door, and there they were for their shift in, in something the size of a closet. Now there is a, uh, not an infirmary, but there, there is a, a space for uh, medical services. There is a pharmacy. Uh, there's uh, more space for uh, legal services, uh, for 
people to meet with uh, counsel and anyone else, uh, spiritual counseling, whatever. We now have those spaces in that facility, and it's hugely important. You're tuned in to Coffee Break this morning. Joining us is Lewis and Clark County Commissioner Jim McCormick, and you mentioned it before, sir, but uh, one of the greatest things about this all is it came in on budget. It is on budget, and uh, we, um, uh, we have uh, uh, staff, a, a contract manager in, in our public works department who uh, is the liaison between our, our uh, service uh, contract service provider and uh, our uh, primary contractor to, uh, to manage that contract. And uh, it, it has been uh, just almost spotless. It's just been an excellent, excellent experience for Lewis and Clark County. Uh, through this whole process. Yeah, well, and that's something that's happening right now as well when we talk budget. I mean, that that process is happening when we look at the county's budget, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Um, Yep, and uh, we we have, um, well, we're halfway through Mm -hmm. uh, fiscal year 21, and we're going to begin Fiscal year 22 planning, it it is beginning, well, actually began a couple of months ago, and we will be moving toward budget hearings and budget approval uh, in draft uh, by the end of May. So it's a long process, and uh, public safety, uh, public safety and public works are the two largest budget uh, uh, areas uh, for Lewis and Clark County taxpayers in Lewis and Clark Clark County. So public safety is a big deal. We are, uh, and we're into the the budget review uh, cycle uh, as we speak. Yeah, well, and many of these things I would think are kind of repeating what happened last year in terms of like line items, right? At At least in theory. As far as line items, um, uh, ask a little bit more. Uh, well, I just want, you know, when you, when you talk about um, security, when we talk about, you know, so far we haven't spent much money on it, but plowing the roads, you know, stuff like this, they're, they're recurring things are going to happen every year, but there's got to be a little bit of change year to year in what money needs to be allocated for various departments, processes, that sort of thing. Oh, absolutely. There's, um, it's a, it's a, continuous process, although we have a budget, uh, we'll call it a budget season where, that we're in right now that we'll move toward uh, May. All of the, uh, the department directors uh, will develop their budgets. They will do their drafts with our uh, chief financial officer and our CAO. Uh, those draft budgets then will come to the commission for review in May. And uh, I, I'm very uh, pleased and very proud of the work that uh, Lewis and Clark County does uh, from our department directors, financial officer, our CAO. Uh, fiscal, uh, f- we're fiscally conservative, and uh, the uh, the numbers uh, are, are are spot on. Our projections are very very close. Uh, it's just uh, uh, it's it's uh, our our um, uh, our audits are, uh, have been uh, excellent for the past several years. That's, that's an indication of how well uh, Lewis and Clark County uh, manages uh, the taxpayers' money. And uh, so there's, yeah, there's line item through all of those reviews, uh, but it all rolls up 
to the uh, to the uh, the overall budget. So that's that's kind of a long-winded non-answer sure, to your sure, question. Sure. But I mean, and and I guess probably important to point out before we head to break here that uh, this is an open process. I mean, the public can get on; they can see what what the county's budget is and what it looks like. Oh yeah, uh, go to Lewis and Clark County's uh, webpage. That's lccountymt.gov, and uh, on the uh, on the left-hand side, folks can go down to. Uh, each uh, area uh, in the uh, for the county, and you'll find the budgets. You can also put it into your search bar budget, uh, and and you'll find it there. Budgets are all online, not just for the current uh, fiscal year, uh, but for prior fiscal fiscal years as well. Mm-hmm. County Commissioner Jim McCormick with us on Coffee Break. We do have to take a break, so we'll go ahead and do that now, and then we'll come back and chat more. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. Welcome back in. This is Coffee Break. I'm Troy Shockley. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning. And on the phone with us is Lewis and Clark County Commissioner Jim McCormick. And we've been talking about increased security at the Capitol today with everything that's been happening recently. And security is something that the commission took up, decided to upgrade uh, here a little bit ago at the courthouse. And that's that. That's all in place now, isn't it? Yes, it is, uh, Troy. The uh, It was, uh, oh, golly, probably... Uh, a year and a half long process, uh, but uh, we have it in place now, and uh, folks will uh, enter the uh, the courthouse on the east side of the building. That's directly across the street from the Myrna Loy uh, in that that lower level entryway. Uh, they will uh, there's a uh, security uh, check uh, station right there. It takes uh, just a matter of seconds to to go through that facility, and uh, people will be uh, checked for safety reasons, and then uh, allowed to enter and go into the courthouse. Uh, but it's uh, it uh, was uh, something that uh, unfortunately uh, we uh, had to address, and uh, it's something we did without uh, trying not to be. Um, well, uh, I don't know, trying to be customer-friendly, oriented, mm-hmm. allow people uh, access uh, without too much trouble, but uh, folks uh, will be asked to uh, put their items on a scanner, uh, just like going to the airport, going to, into a federal building. Uh, same process, uh, similar equipment, and uh, and then allowed in. And uh, the... Uh, the people who work there are doing that, security folks who are in contract with Lewis and Clark County, very friendly, very professional, and 
it's uh, it's been working out real well. Yeah, and this not a reactionary thing. This uh, this a uh, just just a step. We we wanted to do this before we were having to be reactionary. You know, it, absolutely, and uh, it uh, it was a and is a topic security uh, for uh, in public buildings for a number of years. It uh, so happens that uh, it's now is is when we were able to get that done. Yeah, and and the nice thing is you got that done, but it sounds like not adding any real additional time or complication for folks. No, it's uh, it's I'll, I'll say it's user friendly. There's a ADA entryway uh, that is built to, and uh, configured for security. It's on the uh, the lower level on the first uh, first level of the building. Uh, I'll, I'll call it the uh, what do they call it the gerbil tunnel it's the it's the skywalk that goes from the detention center to the to the courthouse on the west side of the courthouse there's a an ADA parking lot there there's an ADA entryway and there's also elevator access inside that ADA that uh, will take folks to the uh, to the first floor and and through security so it's secure all the way up and in terms of county operations, everything, it sounds like, still happening despite COVID. I mean, things look different out of necessity, but but things are still happening. The business of Lewis and Clark County continues unabated. Uh, we have dispersed uh, a lot of folks. Uh, many of uh, Lewis and Clark County's uh, employees are, are working from home. Um, I am. I'm sitting at my dining room table here, having a chat with you, looking out at the valley, and uh, it works well. I have an at-home workstation. Uh, I do go into my office from time to time. I do my mail. Um, I, I do that when there are few or no people around to do that. So the face-to-face um, uh, is is much diminished. Anybody who's gone to and through our motor vehicles uh, area uh, over the past several months have noticed uh, those are um, those appointments. Their appointments by appointment for motor vehicle. Uh, it uh, it is uh, somewhat of a backlog for mm-hmm. folks. But what we don't what we don't have is a lobby with 50, 60 people, uh, which uh, which is unsafe. And so people are still getting uh, their services. Um, it's just that we're keeping people apart and in that distancing and uh, with uh, with a public safety top of mind. Yeah, people have probably been noticing an awful lot of temporary tags riding along uh, on the roads in town. We we had one for months and months, but you know what? When we were able to get in there and get our appointment made, it was inside of two minutes, I think. We went in, got our tags, got out. You know, very, very easy. So uh, there is a backlog, but things are still moving. Absolutely are moving, and uh, we'll continue to move as we uh, keep uh, people safe and uh, as as the best we can and uh, and still provide those services yeah so it's a uh, it, it's a, a wider footprint uh, where people are spread out but they have workstations are doing their work uh, human resources uh, has a, an excellent management plan for for managing that uh, along with department directors and uh, it's it's working very well yeah. 
We're talking this morning with Lewis and Clark County Commissioner Jim McCormick. And uh, in terms of meetings, what do those look like for you right now? Because, of course, normally they're there in chambers, and then we switched them all online. And then they went, uh, well, we're we're going over to uh, uh, to one of the hotels. It's got a wider area, but then we limited the number. I mean, th- this has gone through – you talk about something that's gone through a lot of changes. Yes, it uh, has gone through a lot of changes, but uh, we're uh, becoming – uh, Zoom and online uh, meeting platform uh, experts. It's uh, it's it's a it's a different world, and uh, not not just Lewis and Clark County, but it uh, seems uh, that that this uh, virtual platform, I'll call it the Zoom platform, may be with us uh, for a long, long time. There's uh, I, you know I think often you read stories about the uh, Spanish. Flu uh, pandemic, uh, 1918. Uh, it was just. It was more than just more than just 1918. It was a long time. I asked myself, how did people manage to uh, to get through, to do business, to do things? Um, what we have here well, with this technology, we're able to uh, to continue on and do business uh, pretty much. Uh, uh, per usual or, you know, just business as usual. Uh, it's just uh, how we communicate has changed. And we have this platform and uh, it's, it's working out very well. And uh, all of the uh, Lewis and Clark County Commission meetings are on the Zoom platform. Uh, we uh, we uh, passed a resolution first of the year to do that uh, until further notice. Commission meetings will be on the Zoom platform and hopefully uh, before too long, we will be able to be back in chambers and in person. Uh, and I'm looking forward to that day. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like for now, at least it's, it's working out and it, it kind of feels like the public's even adapted to that a little bit in terms of attending and, and providing comment and that sort of thing. It, nothing's going to be a hundred percent, but by and large, uh, it feels like it's working out. Okay. It is working out okay, and it, uh, it folks can can drop in, drop into these meetings. Go to uh, again Lewis and Clark County's website. Go to commission meetings. Uh, go to commissioners and commission meetings. There's a uh, there's a page there. You can open up the page for the uh, for the current and past uh, meetings, so you can see what the agenda is and was. Uh, but for current agendas, anyone wanting to attend one of those meetings, there is a Zoom link on that agenda, and folks click on that and can attend from anywhere. I uh, can attend a Lewis and Clark County Commission meeting. Lewis and Clark County Commissioner Jim McCormick with us on Coffee Break. We've got four minutes on the nose left with him, and something we've talked about often uh, with you and other commissioners, of course, zoning. One of the things that came out of uh, this whole process here recently is the formation of an advisory panel, and that has now been created. That's in place now. It is. Uh, we uh, we have uh, 12 folks. Uh, we thank folks for volunteering, uh, for those people who have agreed to serve. Again, I'll say this. I say it frequently as good government uh, comes from participation and uh, and healthy dialogue, and that's what we have here. Is uh, we have 12 uh, individuals as uh, as members of the uh, the planning committee, and uh, from uh, eight 
different areas such as real estate, developers, builders, fire services, Helena Valley flood, and, uh, and then there we have a ninth uh, area, and that's uh, an appointed person from an official city-county consolidated uh, planning board. So that is set. We have a moderator, uh, Dr. Austin uh, from Montana State University, who does this kind of work uh, as a moderator, uh, and uh, he he will be the moderator for this. The uh, the first meetings and subsequent until things uh, change will be via Zoom platform. So uh, that process uh, of putting this together, and it'll be about a year-long process, uh, has begun. One thing I know Susan talked about before leaving office is her hope that the panel would be is something that stayed in place sort of going forward uh, perpetually. What are your thoughts there? Well, uh, I want to get through this. <laughs> I'm, step, I'm looking forward. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's been a real heavy lift. It's been many, many years uh, getting to this point. Uh, and uh, here, here we are. Now we have a, a, a citizen panel, uh, a zoning advisory panel, that, uh, that will come forward with recommendations, and uh, we will see those in about a year or a little over a year, and uh, then we can, we can make decisions, we'll make decisions uh, as to what the rural uh, that's the that's a primary focus. That's where the rub was mm-hmm. with with a lot of folks is in the in the the rural area, but also addressing the urban and the suburban called transitional. Uh, they will come uh, to the commission with their recommendations there too. So I'm I'm really excited to uh, to see that day and uh, and have uh, have a citizen uh, uh, recommended. Uh, zoning uh, plan for for the valley. Lucent Clark County Commissioner Jim McCormick with us. Only a minute left, but uh, at least worth touching on before we leave. Looks like everything's running really smoothly out there at the fairgrounds in terms of uh, the the vaccination process. It is. Uh, with that, you know, the fairgrounds, uh, for those folks who remember many, many years ago, uh, the work of a lot of folks spearheaded by folks like Bob Fusey, uh, to build that that uh, facility out there, uh, it really has. Uh, it's been great that uh, we can have that. There's a drive-through. Um, uh, I'll call it a swab clinic. Folks drive right into that into that facility uh, and swab. It's also where folks are going for the drive-through vaccinations, and uh, it's worked very well. People are out of the weather. Uh, the uh, the providers are out there. Our health healthcare folks are there, be able to do their work indoors, yeah. and uh, it's, it's it's safer, cleaner, more comfortable. Yeah, it's been great, Jim. We're all out of time. Thanks so much. Thanks. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over, give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by Coffee Break nine five nine dot podbean dot com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.